Okay, and we'll cut from that, uh, you know, everything's got to have a suit-up scene, right? We cut from the suit-up scene back to the easy operator, which um, Batra has kind of guided you inside. Uh, are, are you resisting that, or are you just, are you heading inside? Ugh, I'm already on the ship, so I guess I'll go inside. If I'm going to get myself out of this, I'm going to have to be able to, like, break their ship somehow. So, so yes, I go in. As far as I'm aware right now, aside from being forcibly thrown onto the easy operator, I don't think I've been bound in any way. <laughs> no, you haven't been bound yet. And uh, so Batra you know, kind of guides you through a, a hatch, you know, kind of keeps the gun on you. Uh, and then you descend. Um, there's like a central, like very minimal living area. Uh, not nearly as kind of filled out as the beluga, but, you know, a spot where you could sleep on, like, longer voyages in, in the kind of central part that connects the two um, cockpits, basically. Um, and Batra calls up hesitantly towards the other side. Um, I, I got I got a quick call here. What? And kind of, like, gives, gives Quell a quizzical look and is like, what did we need her for again? And the voice calls back. Um, it's it's a, a feminine voice. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it probably doesn't have like a particularly strong accent or that you can pick up right now anyway. Uh, and just says like, are, are you kidding? After the shit she pulled, she's got a bounty on her head. And so do the rest of the beluga idiots. Now, come on. Oh, no. Is <laughs> <laughs> what and- goes on in Quell's head. And uh, at this, um, Batra, like a look of recognition pops and is like, right, right. Yes, we need we need quick call to lure out the rest so that we can take them to protectorate affairs. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Quell kind of pauses for a moment, pondering all of this. Because Quell was well aware that she had a bounty, probably multiple bounties on her head at this point but did not know that the rest of the crew of the Beluga was also wanted, which is a little concerning. Um, and so Quell is like, okay, think think fast, Quell. Wrap your little urchin brains around this. They didn't hit the floor that hard. <laughs> and it's like, well, I can understand what you would want with me, Batra, but the rest of the Beluga crew... I mean, you've interacted with them, right? We're essentially a sleepaway camp for kitties on the beluga, on, on a boat. Why would you want to bring them to protectorate affairs? Because there's a bounty on each of you that protectorate affairs put on you about a week ago. That's my job. <sighs> Quell tilts her head because she's like, oh. I got buy time because I don't know what the hell is going on now. Uh-huh. And Quell is like, your job, Batra, come on, you know, we talked. You're here for more than just the bounty. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. Like, um, and I think... Yeah, from the other cockpit, they're like, uh, there's like kind of like a little hydraulic system that's uh, lifted up from the cockpit, and the other person isn't like descended or descending or anything. They're busy flying away. Um, just calls back down, like, is she, is she on something? Like, she knows that we've been after her for for months, right? And Batch's like, we have been. <laughs> Quell's like, it's only been months? Well, I don't know. How long do you think it's been? <laughs> Quell isn't sure. Years? All right, Quell years. doesn't have the best understanding of time. Yeah. But like, a while now. <laughs> um, and Batra will just call back like, listen, Nylon, we'll, we'll work all this out later, okay? Uh, and the person whose name is clearly Nylon calls back and says like, all right, fine, just get her secured. Nylon? 
like the things that come in little eggs at the <laughs> store? Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, well, Quell, you know, Quell's like uh, thinking to herself, okay, I cannot let myself get secured. That seems <laughs> like a recipe for disaster. So um, Quell is like, all right, all right, I understand. You and whoever your domineering partner may be, you've hey, got Hey, don't me. talk about Nylon like that, okay? Oh, okay. All right, okay. And, and Quell's kind of like, you and Nylon, you've got me. I'm here. I'm on your ship. Where am I going to go? And clearly you want the crew of the beluga to follow so if they're you know pulling up their proverbial anchor and setting sail after us that's not a bad thing for you right no that was that was the plan right so everything is a is going according to plan for you in nylon uh, how about you and i get a little air before you put me away forever. This is going to be a roll of some kind. Holy moly. It <laughs> sure is. <laughs> All right. Let me see some. I don't really want to try to influence Batra again. I think that uh, I could do it, but I don't want to keep... To... I'd have to keep filling up my stress. Yeah. Well, okay. No, not technically... I have my special armor, right? Um, you used one of them last time, but I think you still have one left. Right. So I can expend my special armor if I uh, to resist the consequence or to push myself when using my mystic powers, and to put I have to push myself to cloud a target's mind, right? Mm-hmm. So I could spend my special my second point of special armor to influence Batra to have Batra let me go up. Yeah, uh, they'd probably want to. She'd probably want to accompany you. No, like, she can. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, you could totally try something like that. Sway them in the. So here, are the contradictory evidence is that, like, clearly you should be, you know, secured, and they probably have like a little brig actually because they're bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so that's the contradictory evidence, and what you're trying to do is saying like, no, just let me feel the wind in my hair. You know, like we've uh, we've been we've been you know playing this cat and mouse game for so long. Don't you want to at least give me that grace? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think you can do that. That that's totally the kind of thing that would never work on Batra if you weren't using freaky psychic abilities. Okay, yeah, because Batra is pretty savvy. But I'm gonna spend my second special armor to not have to spend the stress to go mm-hmm. ahead and use that to to sway Batra to and she can come with me to let us go up into the open air for a moment. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be risky standard. And are you going to spend the extra, well, you're probably not going to spend the extra stress to make her only have vague memories of it and push herself no. into trauma. Are you? No. Also like <laughs> Batra would remember because Nylon would be like, why did you let her go up there? Mm-hmm. so it's definitely going to be one of those things where it's like no why would i try to hide that yeah well in this case i think hiding it would be like oh my god you're right that was so stupid of me but i don't specifically remember that somebody was you know messing with my mind in this case later on batra is definitely going to remember okay so first quell quick call ducks out on me makes me chase her halfway across the vast then when I extend her a little bit of an olive branch so that I could make a get a payout, she freaking cheats me, and then she uses her weirdo spirit abilities to mess around in my mind and make me do dumb shit. Okay, so, so what you're saying is maybe I do want to spend one more stress to make her forget it. Well, I'm just I'm just laying I'm you know I'm just setting the table. Uh, if you do that, you're going to take trauma. Which why means would, you're no, not... why would I take trauma with one more stress? I have three more stress spots. Oh, sorry. I thought you hadn't spent the stress to push yourself yet. No, I'm not going to spend... No, because I'm oh, spending right, my special right, armor. Oh, right, right, right. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, yeah. No, you could do that then. You could do that. Okay. Yes, we're going to do that. Okay. All right. So very stressed Quell mm-hmm. is like, 
can I go feel the wind in my hair? You can come <laughs> with me. You can uh-huh. even hold my hand if you'd like. Uh, and Batra gives you another quizzical look, and you can make your, uh, I think, risky standard. Risky standard. All right. Risky standard attune. All right. Hey, look at that six. Okay. So, yep, you get the six, uh, and you get a gambit back. Nice. And Batra just gives you a look for a second, and, you know, the one eye that you can see finally softens, and uh, she calls up, Nylon, you got this under control. We're, we're heading on to the deck for a little bit. And Nylon just, like, stammers for a second. Is like, you're what? And um, <laughs> that comes through, like, as Batra, you know, still with the gun pointed at you, says, like, all right, back the way you came. All right. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. So... <laughs> Now that I've gone in and I've overheard this conversation uh, between Batra and Nylon, and I know that they're trying to lure the beluga out and that uh, they're trying to turn all of us over to protected affairs, this really changes the game from just me because I'm used to having a bounty on my head. And Mm -hmm. I've given Batra the slip a couple of times, I suspect, in our history. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I really don't want my shipmates, my crewmates, to to get screwed over. So um, I, at this point, here on the deck, thank you, Brain, on the deck of this beautiful ship, I'm going to really, really hope that my dear friend Lax, who I've not called on a whole lot recently, um, but who often stays with me and often likes to rest on my head or, or like behind my ear or on my shoulder mm-hmm. uh, is with me. Uh, I have, I actually have, think I know where Lax has been recently and that's been hanging out and keeping Chalice company while the rest of you are off deck. Um, so I'm going to do a quick fortune roll to see if Lax is with you or if Lax was on the beluga. And keep in mind if Lax was on the beluga, right? And Chalice was freaking out. Lax would know to come to me. That is a one. So yes, Lax was with Chalice when uh, when this was happening. Son of a bumpkiss. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, here is what I'm going to try to do. And you can tell me if I can do this or not. I'm going to hope that even if Lax was with Chalice, upon realizing, because there's been quite a bit of commotion on the Beluga, that I, Lax's good bud, am somehow in trouble, Lax would start coming for me. Lax doesn't have to stay on the Beluga. Lax is a moth spirit. That's true. I don't know if Lax can fly faster than the Beluga, though. I think (laughs) Lax detects that they're coming for you. Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the only thing. I, I'm i going to try to send out a message along the breezes of the vast uh-huh. to Lax. Uh-huh. And I'm doing it because I feel, you know, I'm, I feel like Quell is, has worked with Lax a lot, attuned with Lax a lot. And this is kind of like a desperate shot mm-hmm. to be like, for the love of goodness, Lax. They are luring the beluga. Please find a way to to stop them or to tell them what's going on. To communicate it in some fashion. Uh huh. Okay. So basically, you're just like sending them mental images of like a Venus flytrap or something. And... Yeah, like a Venus flytrap <laughs> and like things that would look like danger to moths and like mm-hmm. feelings because you can send like emotional content. Like yeah. feelings of being trapped and confined and tricked and betrayed mm-hmm. and like images of the crew of the beluga and like protecting them, like wrapping them up in, in moth wings. Okay. Uh, make a controlled limited uh, a tune. Okay. And can I... Can I spend a gambit to try to make it a little more effective? You can spend a gambit to add a die. You can't oh. spend add gambits to increase effect. At least I'm pretty sure that's how it works. All right. Well, we will do what we can. 
please, 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 Lax, hear my prayers. Save the beluga. <laughs> or else this will get real messy real fast. All right, a four, a three, and a two. All right, so yeah, you send the four through, or you get the four, uh, and you feel you feel that, that little bit of connection. Um, but I think you're having to push yourself harder than you anticipated, and you're going to take level one harm. Um, hmm. Spread thin. Okay, can I try to resist that? Yeah, you can roll to resist it. All right. Make it or you happen. can, I can see both your special armors are taken. Yeah. 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 If you get a three or less, you're trauma. I don't want trauma. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you have pretty good chances because you'd be rolling resolve. But yes, if you do get a three or less, you'll take trauma. Versus what? Harm one? Harm one. Which means what? you take less effect on rolls that, you know, being spread too thin kind of mentally would affect. Oh, but everything I do is mental. everything i do is mental (laughs) oh no oh goodness let's see i've already spent my special armors okay well you know what uh you know i really think this was an important message to send so i sent it and now i'm feeling drained and i realize that if i'm drained and in a bad place it's going to um it's going to negatively affect the crew. So I think, uh, do I ha- are there any devil's bargains? Do we get devil's bargains on res- the rolls to try and resist stress? Uh, no, not on, okay. not on resistance rolls. You do have that the way ability where you can spend a gambit instead of paying any stress costs. Um, uh, would that apply here? It's, it's any stress cost. Okay. It's I, really I like powerful. To- I think, I think to, to temper that somewhat, I'll say that you have to decide beforehand. You oh my like, lord! Well, I didn't yeah. do that. Well, <laughs> I would like to do that because I didn't right. know it was an option. Well, you didn't. You didn't roll yet, so you're good. You can just okay. spend the gambit instead. I'm going to spend the gambit rather than taking harm or having trauma. Right. I got my message out in my attempt to save the crew of the Beluga as I stand here with Batra and a gun pointed at me on the uh, on her ship. All right. And yes, with uh, we cut back from Batra with gun pointed at your head and Quell just, you know, like closing, closing her eyes and just focusing as much as she can back to the Beluga, uh, where you are almost caught up. You can see them in the distance, but you're almost fast, close enough so that you could like maybe even theoretically, you could maybe try to get alongside them. But uh, basically, you just have to you have to clear a little bit more here. You have to finish this catching up with Batra clock. What are you folks doing? Well, I was punching it. Do I get a chance to roll a helm for that to see? Totally. And what would this be? Risky standard still? Um, yeah. And I'll just roll with what I've got and see how it goes. A four and a two. Okay. So, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you less effect, but you still get the one that you need to tick up. I just won't add one to whatever clock comes after this. Uh, because ordinarily a standard effect would, would do, be two ticks on a clock. Um, so, yeah, you managed to catch up to Batra. Um, you know, you're probably taking some of the, the info that Gadget is feeding you uh, over the talkie tubes <laughs> and uh, keeping the ship, you know, pointed in the right direction even if you know you have obstructions because gypsum heights is, is pretty crowded there's probably like other sky ships coming through to do trade and whatnot um and you get up behind it uh within within range to like i mean if you want to get in a good spot for myriad to just jump that might be another role like a setup role um but myriad like what, what are you doing um I'm getting ready to... I'm going to jump onto the ship when I have the opportunity to. Okay. I think Chalice, like, if if it's clear to Chalice that that's your plan, then they'll look at you and say, like, Myriad, I, I think I can help you. I think I can... Hold on. Um, and they, they kind of grit their teeth, and they hop open the filter, and they knock it back. 
Um, and they, you know, they kind of like grunt a little bit. Like it's not pleasant to drink it. Oh, so no. real quick. Uh-huh. Do you want to roll a 1d4 and see if that's a real filter? Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> um, did you, let's see. They only have the two, though. Uh, the oh. fa- the false okay so the false filter oh yeah that's true okay or actually yeah <laughs> so it would be because we have the four vials but one of the vials is a fake did Augustine know which one was the fake no because because gadget, gadget? never told anyone gadget? besides myriad <laughs> that it was a fake I think I would never tell Augustine that I. Or wait. Made a fake file. Because they told me to give them all the chalice. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I am the only one that knows that there is a fake file. I vaguely remember, like, I can't remember if you just told us that Shad knew about it or that you gave Shad one because I had asked. We just said that Shad <laughs> knew about it. Okay. So, yeah. Chalice better yep, not no, we, die. We did the old switcheroo with leaded glass vials and false contents. Yeah, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if, you know, Augustine's lie detector triggered anything and you had to come out. I couldn't remember. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, yeah, I can't quite remember either. We'll play it as it lies and I'll just, yeah, I'll roll a 1d6 with uh, 1 to 3 being a bad result. In this case, bad being the false filter. Okay, that's a 3. So she drinks it and she's like, she was like kind of, or they, they, sorry, they, they drink it uh, and they um, wait a second and they're like, that tasted, they kind of like look at it and they're like, there's nothing, ha- did you, did you guys switch up my filters? There's nothing <laughs> happening and that didn't taste like a filter. Oh, oh, so they had it before. Yeah. Oh, catch it. Myriad's right there, so. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Gadget, I cannot believe you were shaming Chalice <laughs> over your deception. <laughs> They're like, this doesn't feel like cocaine, and you're like, oh, I see, so you know what cocaine is like. <laughs> no, no, Gadget definitely be the, the sibling that'd be like, oh, this tastes like crap. Oh, so you tasted crap before. <laughs> um, <laughs> Myriad will look over and be like, I don't know, Gadget might have done something, and be like, get ready to jump. <laughs> wow, uh, wow, the captain really trusted you to help us out here. Uh, and I think Chalice looks like, they seem like they were kind of getting getting it together, but they look like the wound has been reopened now, and they just kind of give you a disgusted look and they start stomping up toward the bridge. Oh. Uh, but yes, the the beluga can uh, catch up now. It is going to be uh, some kind of a roll for you to be able to even have a shot at jumping here. Well, actually, okay, yeah. So, yeah, it's fine. Uh, this would be desperate normally. Desperate limited. Um, desperate standard uh, but if the beluga wants to do some kind of a setup roll to get you a little bit closer then that might be a good idea okay my primary objective today is to make sure that Augustine spends less attention on Chalice and more attention on me <laughs> um, so now that now Chalice is hitting a low I think it's time for me to step up as the superior, uh, not not a not a uh, you know offspring figure, but just as a crewmate in general, I think it's time for me to um, let's go work on. Let's go push the limits of our engine. Uh, okay. All right. So, are the engine rooms right next door to my workshop? We can get there in time. Yep. Um In the past, we've kicked. One the fan blades to make it go faster. Uh, we don't need to do that today. Um, I think we should just overclock the engine itself. Okay. So this is this is kind of a setup for a setup. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's fine. I think this will just be a, a risky standard roll. Yeah, to can see this, if you can. Can this be a flashback to me gunning it? Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah, flashbacks are a thing. Oh, uh, you mean giving you increased effect before? I'm getting kind of turned around. What would? <laughs> <laughs> what are you aiming to accomplish with this particular role, Gadget? All right. The primary objective, again, is to get more attention from Augustine. And he'll be <laughs> impressed as hell if we can get closer to Batra's ship in a much more timely, efficient manner. Um, so purely, the, the goal is just to make the ship go fast for a very temporary period. Okay. We'll We'll deal with the aftermath in the future. Okay. Uh, so, yes, this will just count this as a... a um, yeah, we'll count this as a setup roll, but this will have, like, lasting effects for the encounter. Uh, and it will be risky standard rig. Well, whatever you're, you're... If you were rolling rig, it would be risky standard. Rig sounds good. Okay, a three, six, and a five. So, yeah, you managed to uh, juice the engine again. Uh in a way that doesn't seem to have any obvious side effects. Um, and Augustine, you feel a kick of power up in the helm. Okay. Uh, do you need another helm from me then? Yes. Another helm to, to not just to get that boost of speeds, but to navigate yourself to a good spot where, uh, you know, Myriad can jump out. Okay. Uh, still risky standard, right? It's actually risky great here because of the engine. Okay. And I'll just stick with what I got again. A two and a six. All right. So we take the six. So yeah, like clockwork. Um, Gadget, do you even tell Augustine now when nope. you've like, is it just assumed? No. Okay. He's just going to be really <laughs> proud and impressed and be like, Good job, Gadget. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. Yeah, he he already asked Gadget to give us a boost, so you've succeeded where the others have failed. <laughs> and uh, Augustine, so you feel that boost, and you manage to uh, take that opportunity, that extra burst of speed, to position the Beluga with the deck, I imagine, above and off to the side, almost like it was before. When uh, <laughs> when uh, Batra grabbed uh, Quell and Myriad, you're in position. You can actually see Quell and Batra on the deck. Batra now looking up at you and knowing that this isn't right uh, and is starting to move, you know, move her gun uh, up to you. But you do have this moment. What do you do? This is exactly right. They wanted the beluga to chase after them. They wanted the beluga to chase after them. They didn't want the beluga to catch them and then run, <laughs> jump people onto the boat. <laughs> can I, can I say the way that I would have tried to position it or sure. like do this with the six rig and the six helm, maybe that it would be like, and this is also on myriad kind of saying maybe what they would do, but doing a, flyby so it's putting a good position for myriad to jump off and then trying to fly up and forward a little bit so that the cargo hatch in the back if that's how our ship is i think the cargo the main cargo hatch is actually in the front from the way that i've been and picturing it and the way we have our little illustrations but there's plenty okay. of places that myriad could jump off in the back still you know you have the you have the decks well i was kind of setting up to have the cargo hatch open for an easy jump back from batra ship oh okay oh uh, yeah from the the established fiction that would probably be uh instead of getting ahead of them it would be like pumping the brakes again and getting back behind them okay maybe do that once myriad jumps yeah speaking of which yeah so i see two figures on the deck of the easy operator um myriad probably doesn't have the best eyesight not great for hunting but it, we work it out it's fine um uh -huh. <laughs> 
I'm gonna jump on top. I'm gonna try to land on top of one of these figures. I don't know what these figures are or who they are. One of them vaguely looks like Quell. One of them looks like they might be aiming a gun at me. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. We'll see. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is definitely going to be desperate before and maybe even limited. But with those two setups, I think you're up to a good old fashioned risky standard. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think this is going to be... It would be a risky standard scramble. Yeah, if you think of another move, then we could adjust. I was thinking if I was going to go in automatically fighting whoever I land on, it could be a scrap. But I don't want to accidentally just be fighting Quell. (laughs) (laughs) I think think if it was a scrap, then it would be... uh, It would be desperate standard. We'd, we'd bump the position back down because if you're almost as focused on just like fighting whoever you get to um, as landing, you know, there's more there's uh, more... more potential for you to be like sliding off or you right. miss your mark. Right. Um, we'll go scramble. Okay. Would this be considered a feat of physical force that verges on the superhuman? Ooh. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, Show me your muscle. I think you're the only character who has, like, jumped from one skyship to another that we've really seen this so far. And, like, this is becoming (laughs) Myriad's signature move. Yes, even (laughs) when struck by lightning. Superhero landing. (laughs) Oh, it just says you can push yourself to do it. It doesn't say I can, like, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know. It doesn't do anything to add so, to it. So I think what what this looks like here is it's about fictional positioning, right? You right. can anybody from this point has they've done a good enough job setting this up that anybody who's, you know, reasonably uh reasonably in shape would have a decent chance of making this jump. Um now th- that's this jump. If you wanted to do something like you're jumping into the other cockpit, then that would be a feat of near humor near superhuman strength. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is, Gadget, do not attempt this job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, little seventy-five pound bug out bag and little nerd arms and legs. Yep. <laughs> I am going to push myself for an extra die. Okay. Uh, there's also a gambit. Uh, I could give you a devil's bargain if you prefer. Uh, Seems like everybody is kind of already fictionally positioned here, so probably no help. Um, no, I think that'll be okay. It was risky. Okay. Risky standard. Risky standard. Nice. Ooh, the, the sixes are starting to come out. I swear we always have <laughs> nice. lows into highs on this show. I love it. Six and a three. So yeah, you leap out. Uh, and since you got that six, I'm not even going to make you land on Quell. You pretty much know what <laughs> the outline of Quell looks like at this point. Um, and you land, uh, you leap out and the camera pulls back and just shows you hanging in the air for a bit. Are you like doing the, the catapult move off your cane thing? Um, probably. That's, yeah, that's a signature myriad thing to do. Yeah. So just, you know, the pulls back the camera you're, you're kind of like silhouetted against the the sun which is probably starting to crest out from behind the eclipse with your uh you know like kind of legs and like a cool kick in front and your cane pushing you from the back uh and then you know the slow motion cuts back into normal motion uh and you land heavily on batra uh and just immediately break into a struggle oh boy <laughs> that's exciting uh-huh <laughs> It really is just like that uh, GIF I posted of you pole vaulting from one vehicle to another. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think, let's see, uh, as this happens, um, the person is going to pop open the canopy. Nylon is. And I think this is probably the first time you've actually gotten a good look at her, uh, Quell. Uh, she has red hair, long red hair. It's kind of like pulled back, um, to stay, you know, out of her way at the cockpit controls. And she actually looks 
a little familiar, but only a little. Hmm. She looks a little like Augustine. What? Augustine, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason she has popped her canopy open is because she is drawing a uh, caster gun from her cockpit and trying to point it at you and trying to get a shot on Myriad. So that's what's happening right now. What are the rest of you doing as Myriad and Batra, you know, probably still like rolling, honestly, from the momentum of you having just landed on Batra. Nylon pointing a gun, the Beluga, like, you know, just trying to hold position or, or yeah, actually, that's a, don't quite know what the Beluga is doing right now. Are you going to do something oh. else or are you just going to try to stay in position to get? I was going to say also, where the hell is Lax? Uh... I, th- I think Lax probably has made it up to the cockpit at this point um, next to a fuming chalice and is waving its little mothy, ar- mothy wings up and down. Um, but it is a little hard to focus on Lax as chalice is just like saying like, they switched out my... You're busy right now, but when this is over, we all need to have another talk. <laughs> <laughs> and Augustine just starts muttering under his breath, God, Gadget, I'm kind of hefty. <laughs> and I just take the um, the rest of the filters, all three of them, and hand them to Chalice as I'm holding <laughs> the Beluga steady. All right. Um, Gadget's incapable, incapable of feeling guilt when it comes to Chalice. <laughs> um <laughs> She shouts to the talking tubes, maybe you just did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as you give that to Chalice, um, they grab it and they start running for the, the cargo bay again so that they can, you know, be, contribute, uh, which leaves Lax in there, who is emoting wildly at you, Augustine. Um, <laughs> I guess, could I attempt to attune and just see... If, yeah, this will be a, just a fortune roll with your attune to see if you can get the message from Lex. Nope. It's a one. Oh, that's a one. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you can no. tell that Lex is really upset about something. Something's but... wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but between the fact that it was like a limited success and, you know, your mind is in a hundred different places right now, the message yeah. just doesn't get through. Driving the beluga, thinking yeah. about Chalice's frustration, whatever gadget did. <laughs> Getting Quell back. Uh, all right. So, who's making the next move here? I've kind of, I've kind of framed everything. Um, I think right now, as I am struggling with Batra, I will uh look up and see a very bright red flash of hair um uh-huh. not really l- listen myriad's eyesight bad i just see bright red hair um uh-huh. <laughs> i don't see the caster pistol uh pointed <laughs> at me um yeah and, and she's not firing yet because you know hard to get a shot when you two are rolling around like every act the end <laughs> of every action movie ever <laughs> first thing i'm still struggling with batra i it's it's not i maybe it's difficult i'm not sure um but i do take a second to be like oh nice hair um um and then i continue to struggle (laughs) 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 because just like i don't get these because like bright red hair great choice (laughs) (laughs) all right what are you doing quill uh at this point, mm-hmm. I am like, well, the attempts to warn the beluga away from this very obvious trap uh, have not succeeded. They've successfully caught up. But now I have Myriad, who has flung themselves onto Patra, uh, taking care of that situation. And uh, Nylon has popped up and I don't particularly like Nylon, although I'm feeling slightly conflicted because for some reason, Nylon reminds me slightly of Captain, And I, <laughs> I like Captain a lot. 
you know, Captain's basically our substitute parent. So <laughs> extended substitute parent. <laughs> so I'm going to look at uh, Nylon and be like, oh no, I don't like that Nylon is. Um, I don't like that Nylon's pointing a gun at my my friends and crewmates. Mm-hmm. We need to do something about this. And that's something, well, holy moly, what will that something be? <laughs> uh, okay, so let me, when I was in the cockpit below, because I was uh-huh. just in there with yep. Batra, um, and Batra's obviously occupied, and Nylon came out of the other cockpit, was there any way to control or do something with the ship from the cockpit I was just in. Oh, uh, well, you you weren't in a cockpit. From where you were in, that was kind of like the central living area. You did mm-hmm. see the ladder up to the other cockpit. One of them kind of has like a hydraulic system leading up to the cockpit. The other one just has a regular ladder. I'm going to do what I know how to do really well, uh, which is attune with things. And mm-hmm. before I was trying to attune with Lax, but the issue was that Lax was at a distance. And so it was a little challenging. You know what's not challenging is a tuning with a bunch of wind here in like the vast when I'm on top of an open ship, especially when one of the things I tend to carry with myself at pretty much any point, well, two of the things I tend to carry with myself are offerings and a precursor artifact, which is tied with spirits. And I'm going to put myself... In a position where I may potentially get shot, but I'm like, you know what one thing will really stop Nylon from shooting Myriad? Uh The right thing to do because I got poor Myriad into this mess. I'm going to try to buff it Nylon. I'm going to ask the Wind Spirits to to push Nylon around a little bit. Even if, I don't think it'll be effective enough to knock Nylon off the ship or anything like that. Frankly, I'm not looking for that. But even if it's enough to like get grit in her eyes or to throw off her aim i'm cool with that okay yeah she's popped the side of her canopy open so she's probably not gonna like fall off or anything i I don't even think you want to do that so yeah to worry about that i'm really Um, just looking at making it a lot harder for her to shoot anybody yeah uh so she does have the gun and when she sees you go for her pack she's uh you know that's going to be risky so i think this will be risky standard Okay, let's do that then. All right, come on, spirits of the wind. Enjoy these delicious offerings and throw some crap into Nylon's eyes. (laughs) All right, a three, a four, and a five. Okay, so we take the five. um, And I think what happens here is um, you, you reach into your pack, Nylon sees you, she snaps off a shot at you, and imme- immediately after that, like as the you know the air is still crackling from the the crystallized fire um, emerging from her barrel, um, a gust just blows the co- blows the um, the fuse the canopy canopy shut like really hard, just snaps it shut. But you are going to take uh, level two harm. Oh. Um, let's see, what would it be? I think it would just be, like, shot in the shoulder. Oh, my goodness gracious. You can resist that if you want, or you can let it through. I am going to try to resist it, because level two harm is no bueno. Okay. But you say that in a really hesitant way. (laughs) Well, actually, no, I mean... Is resisting a really bad idea? Well, level two harm does suck, you're right. But if you don't roll great, then you will trauma out. You'll have yeah. your first level of trauma. But trauma can be, you know, it can be a good thing to play. Taking a level of trauma means you have more chances to get experience as mm-hmm. you play it. Um, <laughs> yeah. At this point. And also, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Augustine. Oh, I was just going to say, at this point, it would be a one or a, anything more than a two. Anything more than a or, two well, will make me have trauma? Because it's when you fill it, it's not when you go past it, right? Yes, once you mark your last stress box, you take trauma. Okay, so when I attempt to... Okay, so let me clarify, because I have never had extensive harm or trauma. 
Mm-hmm. If I don't resist it, I'm at harm level two. What yep. does that do to me? It means you'll take minus one D on any action where having a hurt shoulder would kind of suck. Augustine uh, okay. is all about harm. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Augustine can also help doctor you. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take the harm because while that would certainly affect my scramble and scrap and skulk, I don't really think that would affect my attune that much. It would depend, but you know, probably not most of the time. Okay, I'm going to take the level 2 harm. I've been shot in the shoulder. Alright. Pull that in for you. Shot in the shoulder. Alright. Alright, yeah, and the, the... Has has Quell ever been shot before? Ugh, oh, you know what? As Quell would say, just like when she puts horrible things in her mouth, it's not the worst thing I've had in my mouth. I don't know if Quell's been shot or not before, but she'd say it's not the worst thing i felt before. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would definitely say like Quell's probably had a broken leg before or like a broken wrist. She's definitely been beat up before. Mm-hmm. So like it sucks. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like it. It sucks a lot. She's in pain. But it's pro- you know, she's flowing with adrenaline right now. It's not the worst thing she's felt. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, as you're kind of wheeling back from getting shot, you know, just kind of staggering back, um, above you comes soaring out uh, a figure like silhouetted again against the sky, um, wearing that armor. But now the feathers that were against the uh, chalice's sides have like somehow transmuted into like proper wings. Um oh. And they're moving themselves forward with like gouts of fire that they're, uh, or, uh, they breathe out from their helmet, uh, which kind of like makes thermals that they can ride. Damn. Uh, and Chalice is dive bombing the canopy. What a little heroic peep. <laughs> My peep has become a hero. <laughs> and yeah, uh, the canopy's closed now so i think they're going to go on the other side and just um you know some of those spikes on their their wrist guard they're going to just smash open the glass on the far side so you know the side that would be harder to aim at you from and they're going to start struggling with um nylon it's been a minute since we heard from gadget what's gadget up to it has been a moment since we heard from me all right so Chalice just kind of uh, powered up. They're now attacking uh, Batra's ship. Um, Quell recently called, you know, a wind spirit for aid. I think what we need to do now is find a way to get them off Batra's ship. Um, Seems like they're able to hold their own at the moment, but not for very much longer. So how are we going to do this? Captain's already piloting the ship. We could try further messing up on Batra's ship. Um, We could throw down a detonator. I think that might be our best course of action. Um, You know, preventing them from following us once we get away. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to leave the safety of my workshop and engine area and go outside and where there's like sun and stuff. (laughs) But... The things we do mm-hmm. for the people we like. Um, all right, so Gedge will be moving off to the bridge of the Beluga. Mm-hmm. And let's see, let's get out of our bug out bag here. Um, got a little bit of everything. Um, stick through here. All right, try not to touch the the face, the tuning fork to my other supplies. That'd, that'd ruin the purpose of the bug out bag. Oh, here's something fun. Let's try a detonator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what are you de- planning on detonating? All right, so we're talking about how uh, Batra's ship kind of looks like. Um, I'm sorry, I already forgot the make and model of. Uh, I think it was a P58 twin Mustang, something like that. Exactly, yeah. and it looks like that they have some propellers in the front of the airship, correct? Yeah. Uh, sure, it'd suck if they only had one propeller. It, sh- it would. Now that you mention it. Mm. But getting from my current area to the bridge and then yeeting something off the side and aiming carefully at the propeller. That's, that's going to take 
prowess. That's not my strong suit. But hey, let's give her a go. Um, <laughs> how would you interpret this? Would this be like a scramble? You know, something just occurred to me that I love yeah. so much that like uh, I'll rewind it if we want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead of Chalice doing the fun but maybe not that fruitful thing of like going to grapple with um uh going to grapple with nylon um they could have still been aboard and you could hitch a ride with them <laughs> no <laughs> but yes you would have to overcome your distaste for chalice for a moment i said the things we do for the people we like not chalice <laughs> I would do anything for, like, but I won't do that. It's up to you. No, I don't think I'm ready to partner up with Chalice yet. We've come, we've come a long way. Chalice now exists on the Beluga. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. <laughs> All right. So how are you planning on getting this detonator onto that propeller? Okay, well, I'm not as graceful as Quell, and I'm not as strong as Myriad, so I am just going to pick this up out of my bug-out bag, drop it, and we're hoping for the best here, because I currently have zero dice and basically everything involving <gasps> prowess. <laughs> oh, no. uh, okay. Um... You could just aim to land on Myriad and Batra. I mean, they would make for a softer landing. We established that with setup... <laughs> that a able-bodied person should be able to safely jump down. But I don't fit that description, okay? <laughs> Technically, neither does Myriad. That is true, and Myriad. I didn't say able-bodied, I said <laughs> oh, in yeah. shape. And Myriad is extremely <laughs> Myriad in shape. Myriad is in true. shape. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can... If, uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to give you a little bit, a little bit more wiggle room here. Um, I think... This could be a rig roll instead because you're messing with the timer, but it's going to be desperate because you're messing with the timer. Okay, you know, if it accidentally hits some other people, I mean... Mm. Desperate, you said? Not as, not necessarily other people if you're messing with the timer on a detonator. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just showing you the barrel of the gun there, or rather uh. the detonator. <laughs> All right, no, no, I think that is probably our best bet right now. So the position step sprint effect is, um, great. Yeah, you're you're close enough that you know you could blow a good chunk out of this other sky show. Hey, see, that's why you have more than one die in, in something. Because that could be really <laughs> bad if I used scramble. Okay, so yeah, you got a one, a six, and a two. Whew, that's kind of, I gotta tell you, Gadget, that's the kind of role I'd push myself on. <laughs> but, but you live life dangerously and you got a six anyway. It's okay. You know, Augustine probably just let Gadget know, do not Listen, self-destruct. This, this detonator is scary. But when we go back to the bridge, Augustine's going to be way scarier, okay? <laughs> so yeah, we just just a real quick shot of gadget you know like on the bridge reaching into the bug out bag you know like suddenly uh looking at it looking at the detonator looking at the easy operator suddenly it's that gif of the woman looking at all of the you know the trigonometry in front of her face (laughs) 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 she pulls out her toolkit she makes a few strokes she uh you know clips one wire attaches it to another uh and, you know, waits 2.5 seconds and drops it. <laughs> <laughs> and 2.5 seconds after that, the detonator explodes in a giant fireball and just knocks off the uh, propeller, the, the, the mirror propeller of the easy operator. And the easy operator just shudders in the air and starts chopping up and down. Uh, probably knocking all of you who aren't already rolling around, which in this case would just be Quell. Um, <laughs> onto or your asses. shot Quell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the easy operator is immediately slowing because it only has the one propeller. So now the Beluga could easily outpace it. And I think um, Chalice is probably just going to shout out now like, 
I can get them back onto the ship if you can keep them distracted, Myriad. I gotcha. Uh, Chalice pushes back, and we see that in the struggle, um, they managed to get Nylon's gun away, but they were also shot. Um, so, you know, they're, they're bleeding from the side, um, but Nylon is currently disarmed. Uh, and uh, Chalice just pushes back, spreads their wings, um, and boosts, uh, flaps forward, you know, with a... They, they use the flamethrower, basically, on this front of their suit to make thermals so that they can coast on them. Um, and uh, taps down right at uh, Quell's uh, feet and says, like, oh, God, what, what would they say here? They don't actually call you senpai. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think they would just say, Quill, I'm going to get you out of here. Uh, Quell gives a, a kind of weak, but trying to be cheerful thumbs up. Like, <laughs> good job, Kohai. I believe in you. <laughs> uh, and uh, Chalice scoops, uh, you know, doesn't really scoop you up because you're probably like a little too big, but like... Um, just says like, okay, just grab on back, okay, and stay away from the front part because that's where the fire comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Quell is like the what? <laughs> like, what? And then like, and then Chalice says, it'll be easier if I just show you. Um, <laughs> uh, as, they, say- as they tend to say, Quell attempts to hold on as well as she can with her non-shot arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you've got both your arms draped around, uh, you know, Chalice's uh, neck, and Chalice's, you know, the you've got the one wounded arm. Chalice probably has like one hand up to try and, um, or wait, no, because they need both their arms to be wings. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're just gonna have to hold on as best you can, and starts yeah flapping back towards the beluga, um, and you're you're in midair. Uh, Myriad is back still. Uh, I think at this point, you know that that shuddering explosion has separated you and Batra. So you're probably standing or rather maybe rising to your feet about four or five feet apart from each other. Myriad. Okay. How far away is the beluga from me? (laughs) Well, let's see. Uh, We could cut over since it's been a little bit Susan Augustine. Augustine, are you trying to put it into position? Yeah, I was going to try and have it so it would be somewhat easily accessible. Drop open the cargo hatch. Or, I don't know if it would be better for me to just drop the beluga under the back of their ship. Mm. I think either option works. Uh, You know, you'd have gravity on your side if you did the second. Yeah, uh, let's go with the second because we're also moving forward, so that gives them, you know, the the advantage when jumping down. So, mm-hmm. so I think fictionally speaking, here uh, you've got juiced up engines. They have a damn propeller blown off. Uh, <laughs> just dropping the ship back, so you've got a good spot for Miri to jump over. That's not even a roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny because like we all like doing roles they're exciting right but like no just it just makes sense that like augustine has this <laughs> um so can i see what's going on with nylon and batra right now so nylon uh who probably is has you know a, a growing shiner from uh, the struggle with uh, chalice is yep. still in the cock in the cockpit with one side of uh, her canopy glass smashed out. Um, and she is just doing everything she can to keep this thing steady. Um, it You haven't seen her like try to, you know, start shooting at you or anything. She is just trying to hold the ship steady and not have Batra slide off as, you know, the ship shakes and shudders. And Batra, meanwhile, is about five feet away from Myriad and they're both rising and it looks like uh, Batra will, you know, Probably not, not just going to let Myriad run. We don't have any type of megaphone system type on the ship. <laughs> we can wave our semaphore flags aggressively. Yeah. Yes, which you would do <laughs> manually because you, you don't have the automated We don't have comms. 
Also, our comms are damaged right now. So does that mean our flags are damaged? No, Gadget is a That was resistant. Is oh, okay. Um, how loud are the ships? Like, they're prop ships, so... Yeah, but they also spin slower than airplanes because the way I always think of them is like they're a lot more like boats, but they're boats what float in the sky. Um, so if you shouted real loud, there's a chance they'd hear you. You know, you'd have to stick your head out a window. Yeah, I'll... Wait, who are you sh- shouting at? I-, I will, you know, take my stick that I have to shim the, the <laughs> wheel in place. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and stick my head out <laughs> looking down at Batra as you know, we're kind of coasting down a little bit and I'll just yell across uh, I'm guessing this isn't going the way you planned so I'd suggest you just let us leave in peace and you can float on away Oh, yeah, we could just float on, right? Yeah, you'll keep your word just like the last time you screwed me over. Oh. Uh, and has her gun pointed, you know, is is drawing right on Myriad. Oh, no. Um, um, so I would like to try and command if I could. Uh, that's going to be no effect by default. You can push yourself to limited effect. Okay. Uh, no. Nah. Yeah, because Batra is really angry at you guys. <laughs> and, you know, she's not even one to be commanded that lightly in, in normal life. Does What does Nylon take from that, if anything? It's tough to size her up because she is so busy just trying to keep the ship steady. She's not responding. Does she look familiar to you, Captain? <laughs> well, I was wondering if maybe she would respond to Batra's, like... We're not in a good place, so maybe. Oh. Um, if, if not, it's okay. I was just curious. Yeah, I think at this point, Nylon's staying silent um, and is too. You know, you've got your head poked out there, and I don't know, like, how's, how's Augustine's eyesight? <laughs> um, I think his eyesight is pretty good, but I don't know if he'd be able to see. Because it's a it's a damaged cockpit. She's focusing yeah. on moving forward. Yeah, you don't get a great look at her, but still, like just from the side gl- side little glances you get, it's you, if for a second you're struck by something strange, some strange slight recognition, um, and then it it you know it subsides with all the rest of the chaos unfolding around you. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just go back and continue to coast down and get into a good position then. All right. So, uh, yeah, Myriad, you see the beluga kind of pulling back around, but uh, it's going to take Augustine a second to get it in the right spot. What are you doing? Um, so, Batra has a gun pulled on me. Yep. Cool. <laughs> um, I mean, it, you're both kind of like in a similar spot, so you would also have time to pull a gun right. in the struggle. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pull out a bigger gun. okay um i (laughs) i have my heavy and it says blaster but they're caster pistols well Mm -hmm. casters so i'm gonna pull out my heavy caster yeah okay so i think a a heavy caster uh what load did you pick normal normal okay a heavy caster uh in the the game a blaster is like uh or a heavy blaster rather is sort of like a uh you know, like a squad support weapon or something, like a big machine gun. So I think that's about as big as it is here, too. It just has, you know, like, magic. Um, you know, it's it's just like a... I don't know, you, you, what, is your, what is your big, serious, fuck-off <laughs> <laughs> heavy caster gun look like? So I'm thinking of, like, fairly odd parents, you know... Jorgen von Strangle, the big buff um, <laughs> fairy who always has the rules in the rule book. Um, he had this like big, like uh, sort of gun cannon thing that shot out 
nets to catch fairies. Um, (laughs) Because because the the fairies can't fly under butterfly nets. Um, So that's (laughs) that's basically what I'm imagining. It's just like a big cannon type thing. (laughs) It's almost like (laughs) a miniature version. That I just pull out of nowhere. You know, (laughs) it just... You know, you got your heavy... You're, you're got you're loaded normal, so you've got some some storage options. Yep. <laughs> All right, yeah, and you're just having a standoff right now. Uh, Batra has her gun leveled at you. Myriad has their gun leveled at Batra, as the the beluga is pulling around. And as long as Batra does not shoot at me, I do not shoot at Batra, and I will just walk backwards off the off the easy operator onto the beluga, like falling falling back onto the beluga just like okay yeah i think i mean i think you know batra ain't dumb uh i think uh she'll just you know stand up she was probably like at her knees before and just like still with the gun pointed at you just say see you next time if i uh am still looking over chalice's shoulder hopefully not getting toasted by my my little peep uh you know i i would toss a wink card batra and be like i'm sure we can count on it (laughs) (laughs) and don't worry your bounties will more than cover the damage and just you know (laughs) watch as you load up don't underestimate us (laughs) i'm just glad we're worth a lot (laughs) we are like there is tangible evidence that we have value (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and with the easy operator leaving a trail of smoke behind it the beluga uh and uh, chalice touching down on the deck of the beluga with their uh, filter frame armors it's kind of slowly returning back to its more mundane state quell uh, embark or disembarking, um, you know, gadgets, uh, probably blinking at the light of the sun, uh, still, you know, bucket <laughs> wire clippers in hand, uh, myriad still gun leveled at, uh, at Batra until you leave, leave range. Um, Augustine can pull you all away from the easy operator as it, you know, leaves a, a trail of smoke going off to whatever destination it has in mind. <laughs>